Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, breaking down the latest in reality, TV, and pop culture. How are we doing? You know, I told myself in my notes that I was not going to go on a tangent today because, you know, the first two and a half minutes is always word vomit on the pod. And then as we press live, as we push record, I have the overwhelming feeling to tell you about the smokestack that's outside my house right now. If you don't know, I'm an Ohio girly and people are always shocked about that. They're like, what? A Midwestern girly or not in California or LA? No, I'm in Cleveland. And there's smoke from the Canada wildfires going on right now. So the air quality, it's not looking great out there right now. And I'm a little scared. I feel like Something strange is happening in the universe right now. First we had, I mean, I feel like something is always strangely happening in the universe. Like I never feel a hundred, you know, like, like I rate how I'm feeling on a scale of like one to 75 and I'm at a, like a 60 and I've been at like a 60 for the past, I would say maybe two weeks with like the submersible and the Canada wildfires and just everything else that's going on. So I just want to say, if you're here today, we made it to today. There's no telling what tomorrow is going to bring. So we're going to enjoy the moment. We're going to enjoy the pod. And even though I wrote at the very top in all capital letters and in bolds that I was not going to go on a tangent, I did. And now it's time to get into the pop three. These are the three biggest headlines in reality TV and pop culture for the week. Let's start with Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky. Now, this is pure speculation, speculation in its purest form of an Instagram stock. But just the most odd Instagram behavior coming specifically from Kyle Richards in regards to her husband, Mauricio Umansky. So fans first noticed that things were a little odd with Kyle Richards' birthday post to Mauricio, which was this week. It was rather icy. Two Instagram stories back to back. One that said, happy birthday at Mauricio. And it was a picture of him. Just him. And then the next slide said, only good vibes. With a picture of him in probably Aspen. There was snow on the ground and him holding a glass of white wine only good vibes no i love you no picture of them together 
it felt very obligatory. No emotion. And for someone like Kyle Richards, who is very emotional, especially when it comes to her family and her marriage, it's out of character for her. Let's compare, okay? Because I know you're you're rolling your eyes. I can hear it. Even though you can't physically hear when people's eyes rolls, I can feel it. I feel your eyes rolling at me. Let's compare Mauricio's birthday post to her from this January. This is what it said. It was a grid post. And it said, happy birthday to my queen, the love of my life. You bring life, love, happiness to all our lives and to everyone around you. Thank you for all our years and all our future years. You get better and better. I love you. I couldn't do it without you. XOXO. Only good vibes. Only good vibes. See the difference? Something is up. Kyle did post something about Mauricio on Father's Day. Um, It was a lot of pictures of him and the girls. And he said, she said, happy Father's Day. Mauricio, so grateful that our girls have such an incredible dad, leading them with love and instilling in them to be adventurous and live life to the fullest. Always there for them and knowing how to say no, they would definitely agree you get the best dad award. He said, thank you with three red hearts. No, I love yous from either one of them. The last post that she had with him on the grid was a year ago, a year ago. And she used to post a lot of cutesy things, you know, them kissing, them dancing, them walking off into the sunset. That hasn't been happening for a year. So obviously, I'm getting in the trenches. I'm Googling every single People magazine article that has come out about Kyle and Mauricio in the past 10 years. The most recent one was on April 11th. It was a People magazine article regarding Mauricio's podcast interview on 2T's in a pod. And he says that one stupid story that came out there and that he's talking about this upcoming season of Beverly Hills. So he says that one stupid story that came out there and then the girls all, you know, decided to talk about it on Housewives. And so now it's a storyline. He says there's definitely some stories out there and Kyle and I address it and we'll take it from there. It is what it is. He says it was addressed by the girls. They brought it up. They really brought it up to Kyle. So there is smoke in Beverly Hills. We aren't making this up. Now, here is my conspiracy theory when it comes to Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky and why their weird Instagram antics. We're all talking about it. We're all paying attention. And they know that we are. They've been doing this long enough to know that Bravo fans especially are going to pick up on any weird vibes, good vibes only. It's not good vibes only right now coming from social media. And like I said, it's very out of the ordinary for Kyle, someone who's usually very emotional about her marriage and her relationship to say good vibes only. Then you have Mauricio go on a podcast and says, there is some annoying story brought up on the season of Housewives about us. We address it and we're not getting divorced. Now, listen, if there's ever a time where you think something could be exaggerated for ratings. I think this might be a good time to go down that conspiracy rabbit hole. Kyle and Mauricio, after all of these years of dealing with rumors like this, after all of these years of he will never emotionally fulfill you ever know that they have gone to bat so hard over the years For now, all of a sudden, them to be like, oh, yeah, gotcha. 
we really do have issues. I don't know. I find it hard to believe. And Beverly Hills has to compete with Scandal. You know, they don't have Lisa Renna to stir the pot every single episode. So while, yes, something might be up with Kyle and Mauricio, I would not put it past the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to do some plot stirring on their own. You know what I'm saying? All right. Mini deep dive there. That felt good. Okay, let's move on. Vanderpump Rules filming update. Vanderpump Rules is officially underway. Lala Kent said on an Amazon Live that they started filming season 11 on Wednesday. Thank God. Thank God, because I'm losing it. I'm like, am I depressed or is Vanderpump Rules just not on TV anymore? Am I depressed or do I not have the boost of serotonin anytime I see a TMZ article pop up about an LAX interview in the wild? You know, I can't feel things anymore because of Scandival. So Tom Sandoval has also postponed or canceled his remaining tour dates, which pretty much gives the green light that he is filming. It seems that every cast member is coming back with question marks around Raquel and Charlie. We'll start with Charlie because, you know, she's a friend of. She did an interview recently where she says, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go back. I have a lot of anxiety about it. Um, I think while it's not like the most important character in the world, I really like Charlie. I think she's funny. I think she's not afraid to, you know, have her own opinion and stand by that. I think her point of view is interesting because she has been, for lack of a better word, team Raquel for so long and seeing how Raquel kind of duped her. I would love to hear from her perspective what that was like. Now, when it comes to Raquel, a source told Us Weekly that Raquel is currently in talks about returning for the next season of Vanderpump Rules. However, she hasn't decided whether or not she wants to come back to the show. The insider notes that Raquel is still getting treatment at the mental health facility, and that continues to be her priority, and that nothing has been confirmed yet other than the fact that she's in negotiations about returning. My prediction for season 11 with Vanderpump Rules when it comes to Raquel since she hasn't been confirmed to film just yet. And I want to say, I do think they would do this from the beginning, even if she did sign on. So regardless of you know when she puts pen to paper, whether it would have been now or in a couple of weeks, for her, I think we would have to go a while into season 11 without seeing her. The tension has to build because the main conflict is with the core cast. You know, no offense to Raquel, but like, she really could be interchangeable with any person and the fact that she's not a core member of this group. Like it would have had the same feel almost if it was like one of Tom Sandoval's backup singers. Now, it's a little different because we do have obviously some interaction with her since she was engaged to James. But I think she would show up like episode four or five to face the music. And Raquel, you know, like I said, she isn't the actual focal point. It's Tom and the relationships. So my prediction is that if she does come back, if she's still in contact with Tom Sandoval, he's going to convince her to come back. We've seen the power dynamic there. We've seen the hold he has on her. And he doesn't want to be the only one in front of the firing squad. So I could see him framing it like, we can get through this together. This would be good for the both of us. Maybe we can get people on board with us if they see how in love we are, when in reality, it's just to take some heat off of him. 
Today's podcast sponsor is OneSkin, and if you have sensitive skin, listen up. We got to talk about their scientifically proven topical supplements. Free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red and itchy and irritated, all the stuff we hate, their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Not only that, they're the first and only skin longevity company to target cellular senescence, a key hallmark of aging. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Say no more. Get started today with 15% off using code POPTALKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code POPTALKS. After your purchase, they're going to ask where you heard about them. Please support the show. Support your girl. Tell them I sent you because we give credit where credit is due here at MPT. So there's my prediction, conspiracy theory, whatever you want to call it for season 11. Let's move on to some Bachelor Nation news. Um, Bachelor Happy Hour podcast was in loads of drama this week. So Becca and Michelle are out at Bachelor Happy Hour and Joe and Serena are in as hosts. Now, I got to be honest, never listened to Bachelor, Bachelor Happy Hour in my life. Never, not one single episode. So I can't tell you if this podcast was horrible. I can't tell you if it was great. I can't tell you if it deserves a People's Choice Awards. I don't know. I have no idea. What I do know is that Becca's soon-to-be husband, Thomas, is slamming the franchise on the way they handled the situation. I have an unpopular opinion about this, but first, let's set the stage. So Becca announced on her Instagram that she was leaving Bachelor Happy Hour, and she was um, pretty positive about it. But then Thomas went on his Instagram and said, quote, without saying too much, I'm not exactly thrilled with some of the decisions and directions that have been going on behind the scenes the last several months. He says, There was a business decision that was made. That's a decision I don't even disagree with. What I have a problem with, what I am frustrated in, and what I am distancing myself from is there is a right way and there is a wrong way to do things. Over the last three months, I have witnessed an absolute masterclass in how you should not implement change, how you should not roll out new strategies, and how you absolutely should not treat people. Then someone on an Instagram comment said, Wishing Becca and Michelle could have said goodbye, especially since Becca has been doing the podcast for so long. And Thomas said, yeah, we would have liked that too. Okay. Deep breath here. Okay. Like I said, I don't really know the history of Bachelor Happy Hour. I do know there's been a little bit of a revolving door of hosts, and I don't know what the other hosts' goodbyes have looked like. What I do know and what I am overly familiar with is In the entertainment industry, this is par for the course. Okay, let me explain. So I said this on social media and then I got scared that my bosses would see it. So this is like a secret between us, okay? Between me and you. Don't go blabbing this around town. I worked in radio for eight years, a morning show for five years. Many changes, right? And it doesn't matter if someone quits or if someone is fired, or if someone's contract ends, I've seen a cast change, if that's what we're going to call it, five times, right, in my career. No one has ever been allowed to get on the air and say, thank you so much. This is my last day. Now, it might not be the case for everyone, but 
you know, when you when you boil it all down, a morning show and a podcast are very similar when it comes to hosting, content, structure, you know, all the behind the scenes of it all. So like I said, it might not be the case for everyone anywhere, but in my opinion, no one's ever been allowed to do that. Why? Because at the end of the day, it's not about the particular talent. It's about the brand. It's not Michelle and Becca's podcast. It's the Bachelor franchise podcast. And the franchise maybe doesn't want to make this huge, big ordeal about this change because if they do, some people won't come back regardless of who takes over. So if someone's tuning in and they hear Becca say, I'm not coming back, some people will completely write it off and say, okay, I'm not listening to the podcast. Whereas if it's on social media, sometimes you miss things, right? Especially if you're not like on the pulse of what's going on. And they, you know, open up their Spotify app or Apple Podcasts and they tune into Bachelor Happy Hour and they hear Joe and Serena and they might give it a chance, whereas before they might not have. So it it keeps like the change as low profile as possible. What is really hard to understand is that in the entertainment industry, you're told a lot. It's not personal. It's business. But the lines get super blurry when the business is you as a person, right? And that is exactly what Becca and Michelle are dealing with right now. When you as a personality, as a podcast host, also becomes the business decision, it's impossible for you not to take it personally. Do you get what I mean? So it's like the Bachelor franchise, they are just doing business. But to Thomas, who seems to be kind of speaking on Becca's behalf, it is personal. And I get that frustration because I've been on the receiving end of that, of that phrase. It's not business, it's personal. And you're like, well, my whole entire career is about me being myself. How is it not personal? And you know, Becca has shown a sense of loyalty to the franchise that they don't feel like it's reciprocated. And I would argue that haven't we learned that the Bachelor franchise is loyal to no one? They're not. It is what it is. And I think in a lot of entertainment fields, the loyalty from the company will never be reciprocated. Ask the many talented people who have been laid off in the entertainment for the past three years. I mean, long story short, like, Thomas, welcome to entertainment. It sucks here. (laughs) Like, Don't get me wrong. I love what I do. But it does come with this very weird juxtaposition you know like I said of it's not business it's personal and to some people it is business but to a lot of other people it is personal um so yeah that's just how I feel about it I I don't want to completely bash Thomas and Becca here because like I said if you're a human and you're in their positions you feel that way but like I've been doing it long enough to know that sometimes you just can't take it personally look Becca and Thomas, I feel like they have reached the pinnacle of like Bachelor Nation royalty as much as you can in today's day and age. They'll be fine. They will be fine. Like if Becca wants to start her own podcast, I feel like she would have a good following. She can do it. She can do it. All right. This week for the deep dive, we are going to be diving deep on the season premiere of The Bachelorette. Charity is here. She's thriving. She's a baby angel on earth, if I have ever seen one. I have enlisted some help to get through this deep dive. We are joined with Natasha and Justine from the Two Black Girls, One Rose podcast. 
Let's get into it. Justine and Natasha, thank you for joining MPT this week. How are you? Good. Thanks for having us. Okay, I have to be completely honest. Um, I was feeling pretty pessimistic coming into this season just because I feel like it's been such such a dumpster fire, has it been? (laughs) I feel like the one redeeming quality that I was looking forward to is that I've always really liked charity. So I was like, even though I'm upset (laughs) with the Bachelor franchise in general and I I haven't been loving it, I'm going to give her a chance. Where Today's sponsor is Factor Meals. Finally starting to get warmer. You want to spend your time outside and not in the kitchen. With Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Visit factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. You can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code poptalks50 at factormeals.com slash poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Where did you guys stand kind of, kind of coming into this season? Yeah. yeah, also a little bit, I guess, cautiously optimistic. Because we don't know Charity, right? You, Most people have the privilege of knowing her from Zach's season. We didn't watch Zach's season. Um, but we are always very optimistic about The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette usually does really well. And mm-hmm. women usually love watching it. Um, and also her cast, seeing her cast was, she got some decent, tall, <laughs> nice guys, which is always exciting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's pretty much how we felt about it. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I think everyone in Bachelor Nation is feeling a little fatigued. Yeah. Just, we've been put through the ringer with scandal after scandal, controversy. Like, we're we're all a little bit tired, but I think the Bachelorette, as Justine said, is kind of redeeming. We always have a good time. Who doesn't love seeing men cry and fight over a woman? Like, it's always a good time on the Bachelorette, so excited. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I really didn't get too, like, deep in the rabbit hole of looking up the guys before the season, so um, on the episode, that was really like my first sense of exposure to them. And I have to say, overall, I think she has a really good group. I mean, she there's a, group, like yeah. a random bad apple here and there, which we'll get into. But overall, I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. This is like the tallest group I've ever seen. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, not too many gimmicks or like yes. weird stuff we're used to. So yeah, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I read somewhere, it might have been on Bachelor Data, that there was only 25, where I feel like recently there have been like 30. And I'm like, I yeah. have no idea who any of these people it's are. Too much. I can't keep them straight. It's like way too much. Yeah. I feel like they they got this one right. And like you said, there wasn't a lot of gimmicks. And I want to talk about best and worst limo, intr- limo entrances in your guys' opinions because I was like prepping today. Mm-hmm. Couldn't remember a single one. Yeah, the only one that I remembered was Dotton. And he didn't do anything crazy. He just was smooth. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's he's winning. He's winning. Like, that's all I needed to see. Um, but do you guys have any that really stood out to you in a positive way? 
Um, okay, Joey, the tennis pro from Hawaii. I yes. mean, he's gorgeous, so I think he <laughs> just kind of stopped all of us in our tracks. I also really like Do- uh, Dotton. Dotton is his name, too. Um, just very, like, um, I don't know, just seemed very, like, earnest and didn't come with anything spectacular. He was also, like, six foot nine. Like, he just really <laughs> stood out in that way. So definitely a standout in that in that respect. Um, and then I really liked... Um, damn, I'm going to find his name. Um, which was it? Um, Chris, the, I, he went home, but the... <laughs> oh, yeah, the jumper. The jumper. He, he looked <laughs> a lot better looking than his cast bio um, um and his picture so he was unexpected for me in that in that sense um mm-hmm. but yeah those are my standouts yeah my number one standout is warwick mm-hmm. oh yes was he just came out with so much energy that he knows exactly how he looks he looks on as hell <laughs> he has a head of full lovely hair yes Shit, black hair not a great hair in sight just yeah. beautiful um i really liked his entrance and then i actually i did like aaron's entrance too i did i liked it even though he flipped a coin which everybody flips a coin i think i just like how aaron looks yeah Sorry. right it doesn't matter what you do aaron it really doesn't <laughs> yeah yeah okay and can we all admit and i feel so bad saying this because like it's truly the most bless your heart but spencer what is going on with Spencer? I don't know. What is happening? It's making me so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. I felt weird talking about him. I, I was do like, too. This we don't know. Like, I do yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. It's like you don't want to be too hard on him. But like the first, I mean, literally every time he was on screen, I was like cringing inside. And yeah. it, to me, it was very obvious that it was like a producer, not necessarily a plant, mm, but a yeah. specific decision. Right. Like, you know, yeah. this guy is right. not, not gonna going to win anywhere. the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even Charity keeping him. I mean, do we think that was definitely a production decision? If I was uncomfortable through the TV screen, I can only imagine her <laughs> sitting there with him, <laughs> how she felt. So yes, definitely producer pick. So we also see Charity's brother show up, Nehemiah, going undercover. You know, initially, I loved the twist. I didn't really feel like there was much of a payoff because no one said anything super incriminating. You know, it wasn't one of those things where anyone came out and was like, yes, I am only here for followers. But we got like the very weird moment with Brayden, Uh, some controversy around whether he was being cocky or just excited justine what was your read on that situation and then natasha you can give us your thoughts too yeah he definitely was being cocky i thought if you're the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walking around saying how you kiss this girl. First of all, all it is is a kiss. So you're showing that you're 24 and you're still like excited about this. <laughs> you're very new to the dating scene. And then secondly, that you're very new to this franchise. You don't walk around saying that you're going to get the first impression rose yeah. and it's going to be clipped on your lapel. You don't do all that. Yeah. So the fact that he was saying all of that just showed that he was like very green, very young, very immature. 
I was shocked at the result of that uh, discussion with her and her brother. Mm. Oh, getting the first impression rose. Getting the rose. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. For me, it just read very young. I feel like he was really excited. I don't think... Um, I mean, we've seen kind of like macho, cocky, bravado kind of guys walking around the house before in past seasons. He wasn't giving me that energy. I think he was just like super excited, super young. It just came off as like very 24, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I I agree with you, Justine. Like the conversation that Charity had with Brayden, I was like, wait, what? Like this is totally going on a different direction when she was like yeah. no i like confident you should be confident and it's like you have to be careful with that especially with you know guys who go on the bachelor you know right. like it's a very fine line yeah and definitely also like rewarding bad behavior as well right. like him get, get the rose in the end was a little all the guys were watching Braden has a target on his back and they all are kind of side-eyeing charity as well so i don't know yeah. i thought that was a weird a weird move mm-hmm. yeah and at first i'll be honest i'm like i i like to give people the benefit of the doubt so like if somebody explains something and he's like oh no i was just excited i'm like okay like he was just excited whatever but, and i start to believe that and then you get to the end where they have this insane trailer for the season that we have never seen any of before i feel like i was like wait what (laughs) and it seems like brayden you know is going to be the center of a lot of drama and this might be mean but like when i saw his statement earrings i knew he's going to be the villain i'm like this (laughs) guy those francesca's earrings (laughs) this guy is he's giving villain it's giving villain energy yeah yep (laughs) yep okay let's talk a little bit about um her instant connections she had four kisses on night one which like period yes <laughs> do it okay so she had xavier aaron b john and Braden. um did you guys feel one was did you have a favorite of the kisses did you feel like one of her connections with those four was the strongest i mean that kiss with Braden was intense it was long that was it like was. a serious, ma- like backseat of the I car like, in high school ah. making out session. <laughs> that was serious. Um, so that one was definitely not anything to overlook, particularly mm-hmm. since you know people are watching her. She was just like very in the moment with him, um, which the other guys were really. The kisses were also really nice. I really like Xavier. He's one of my favorites too. He's fun. I like him too. Yeah. Um, he's the scientist. They kind of like both leaned into each other. The kiss looked good as well. Um, so, so yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah, I agree about Xavier. I thought he had a really good one. And Brayden, I don't know the afterwards. He's clouding me. These earrings are really clouding my <laughs> judgment of this man. I think there's two of them, but he has four earrings in. Oh, yeah. Like. Oh my God! Oh, it's, well, I can't even say anything else about him besides like earring. I will say I was very surprised by her kiss with John. I was not yeah, expecting uh-huh. that. Like it's, even know. when they're having the conversation, and I feel like all of her kisses were like hot and heavy, like wasting yeah, no time. Yeah. Yep. Good. You you have to see who you you know connect with. Um. Okay. So we have an elimination. We have six guys go. Um, honestly, I feel like 
all the guys that got eliminated also got no screen time, which is pretty exactly. typical for night this one. Mean- it's like not anything crazy. We know we're shocked that Spencer still got a rose. Yeah. I'm shocked that the wrestler with the long hair and the cowboy Made hat. Made it <laughs> Caleb, she likes the cowboy look because when he came in, she was like, "Ooh, that's nice." Like, you know, he's cute. She got a little something to say when he was walking back with the the cowboy hat. That is a hard pass for me, but yeah, same. <laughs> I was girl. gonna say it yeah. would be immediately no, immediately, immediately no, no. Nope. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So then, like I said, we get to the end and uh, we have just this bombshell trailer. And I don't know if this was an intentional decision by ABC, um, but, you know, I feel like even her season hasn't been promoted that great. You know, it's just been random videos of her like, uh, these are three things I look for in a guy, right. you know, and it, it's nothing yeah. really that has been intriguing to people. But when I saw this trailer, I was like, oh, my gosh, we are in for like, a, I mean, it's way too early. But I was like, we're in for like a goat season. Someone leaves like late Brayden fighting someone. She says she's in love with two people like on the final rose ceremony day. What are your guys' thoughts on the trailer? Were you just as like thrown for a loop as I was? Yeah, I definitely was because we haven't seen anything besides her just smiling, walking through pathways and yeah. down. Um, and so having her have this much drama it shows that she is also going to really um, be vulnerable and we'll g- we're going to get to see her personality as well. I'm excited to get to know her a little bit better because I don't know much about her. Um, but I'm also excited about her cast of guys because all of these kind, all of these good looking people in one place is going to be, <laughs> one woman is going to be really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, particularly since she's in a new, this, uh, season's in a new time slot at 9 p.m. They've not really been promoting as well. Um, but this trailer was definitely serving. Um, I remember a moment where she's sitting with a guy saying like, we're a week away and you still don't know what you want. That was giving oh, very reminiscent of like Rachel Lindsay with Peter at the very end, um, which that is an iconic moment of yes, the eyelashes. The eyelashes. <laughs> everything. So I was happy to see that's coming. And then also just seeing like she she's fallen in love with a lot of guys. A lot, we had multiple guys saying, I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a very like love filled season. Um, and we're going to be kind of torn between all the different possibilities, it seems, with charity. Yeah, I think overall, just a really solid start. The only other thing I've seen her say in interviews is that her fantasy suite week gets really rocky, which I feel like, you know, if night one is any, in, any indication on how she really is following her heart, you know, because mm-hmm. she's really exploring all of her options. And I, I say that and not in a bad way at all. That's what she should be doing. Um, yeah. But like you said, you know, we see lots of guys say to her, I'm falling in love with you. She, we see her crying on her final rose ceremony day saying, I'm not supposed to be in love with two people. So I know that it's still way too early. Are you guys spoiled? Am I allowed no. to? No. Okay, no. You're not spoiled. Okay, good. I'm not either, and I'm going to try to remain unspoiled. Do you have a final rose prediction? Whoa. Oh. I know, I know. Maybe a top four. <laughs> maybe a top two. You know, just based on what we saw. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good contenders. I'm going to say, okay, Xavier, mm-hmm. the scientist, 
I think there's something there, or I just love him. I don't know, but I think there could be something. Um, I think Xavier's going to go far, and I think I think Joey, the the tennis pro from Hawaii, that face yeah. that face will carry you to the end. You know, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I don't have necessarily uh, predictions about the top four, but I do think she might have people voluntarily leaving. Oh, the way they were side eyeing her about giving Brayden that rose and the way he causes drama and mess in that house. Man. And also the way all these men are logical, even the gimmicks have jobs. Like even Caleb is a wrestler in Orlando. That's like a real job. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> even the jumping guy, he has like a legit business jumping. <laughs> like, um, so I think a lot of these guys, they have no time to waste. They're yeah. not here for gimmicks and games. Yeah. And I feel like she's might have one guy be like, you know what? I don't like what I'm seeing and I've got to go wow. back to my old life. I love I that. So. I <laughs> love mess. I'm always here for mess. Maybe maybe <laughs> this is me like projecting how much I just love Dotton. No. And I know he got, he, got very, yeah. he got very little screen time, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you guys, when he came out of the limo, the way she looked at him, Perfect. looked up yeah. at him because he's so much taller than Lamberg. her. <laughs> Yeah, he, I feel like it was written all over her face Very that she hard. was like smitten with this man. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm going down my own conspiracy wormhole here. But um, maybe she was like, I don't need to talk to him tonight because I know that something is there. Yeah. You know, wow. He really didn't oh. get a lot of time. And we yeah. do see in the trailer, he at some point gets a one on one. OK, so. I think it's just me projecting that anytime a guy's over six foot, like game over. <laughs> but, but anyways, wow. um, you guys, thank you so much for coming on and exploring episode one. Can you please tell my listeners where they can follow you and where they can listen to your podcast? Yeah, thanks for having us. It was really fun. Um, you guys can find us on all podcast platforms. Um, and we are recapping The Bachelorette exclusively on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash two black girls, one rose. Also find us on all social media, Instagram, TikTok, two black girls, one rose. Um, we're also recapping Swiping America, uh, which is a really cool documentary series on HBO on all platforms. Um, and then a lot of good fun stuff on Patreon. Well, Justine and Natasha, thank you. Best of luck staying up until nine o'clock to watch a two-hour episode of the bachelor every yeah. week. oh my Thanks god you, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a next day watcher that's yeah, for sure yeah. <laughs> all right bye guys thank you great thank you bye all right let's go if you love me like a sis because i know you do leave the pod a review you like that little rhyme i worked hard on it okay so if it got a little chuckle <laughs> Give me a little five stars, okay? If you want more fun and exclusive content for my true sisters, subscribe to the Patreon. Extra pop on Mondays, pop a batch on Fridays. The link is in the show notes. Have a great week. And as always, love you like a sis. A Huda Media Production.